Welcome to TGIP, it's podcast time. This podcast is intended solely for entertainment purposes. The subjects discussed are not aimed at providing professional advice. Everything shared on this platform is based on personal experience, opinion, and should be considered subjective, not applicable to all. In addition, we welcome all individuals, regardless of their affiliations. Welcome back to TGIP, everyone. This is Cassie here, and I'm with uh, Rasha and Dee. Today, we are going to talk about what we would do if overnight we just became rich. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, here we go. So if you guys came into some money overnight, whichever way, if you guys want to describe how you get the money also, um, what would you do with that money? Um, I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know what I would do. I think the first thing I would do is pay off my student loans. Um, just to be debt free completely. And, um, I think for a while I would just kind of go on a vacation by myself, take like a, um, a solo trip and to just figure out what is it that I want to do moving forward. I would probably take like about two to three weeks off, go somewhere like Barbados by a beat by the beach and, um, just, rest and de-stressed and relax and then get into like realizing that my life can change for better um and then yeah I don't really know I don't think one thing for sure is that I don't think I would stop working maybe I would change the line of work that I'm doing um maybe I would get into more um like self businesses like something that I could do with myself and then I could definitely give back to the community um it's always been really big for me for our communities to get back um so being able to like have revenues and then being able to work on my own with the community the way I want to help them especially the young adults so they can like you know reach their full potential because they're gonna be us soon we're just getting older um that is one thing I know I would do for sure but I don't have like step-by-step details of what I would do with a lot of money I never really think about it like I never think about if I would have lots of money and you said to talk about how that money would come I don't know I'm not really a big lottery dreamer I pretty much like always think that I would rather a friend or a family win the lottery and give me my cut I don't know how I would be able to handle a lot of money especially that I would feel bad because I would want to tell everyone tell all my family my friends but I don't know if that would be a good thing to do um, I probably would be paranoid because it would be too much money. Um, 
but I think the best way for me to feel like I could become rich would kind of be like the Amazon guy, pretty much like work and my work multiplying what I'm doing, like getting a good job or, you know, um, creating something that's like bringing in money because then it makes me feel that it's my hard work that's giving me money and it's not all coming in as a chunk, more so like step by step. I prefer that. I'm not really good at like I don't know I never imagined me having a big chunk of money in my hands that's kind of nervous for me well um, for myself if I got rich overnight I didn't really think on how I will get the money it doesn't matter how Um, I just want it to be a legal way, a good way, like, (laughs) and um, what would I do? First, um, of course, I would pay pay out all my debts so I can be debt-free. Then I would literally make my money work for me because during my time, work people and stuff like that I realized that I just don't like working for anybody (laughs) I just don't I mean I would rather have my own thing with my own rules and you know sometimes you want to do more sometimes you want to do better but because you have a certain step to follow your boss wants you to do this this way so you don't really have your freedom really so I think I would literally just pause my life a bit and make invest that money and make it work for me and um, I also always wanted to have a foundation for kids like to help them with education um, socially and also you know spiritually and mentally so I would probably do that and since I would be stable because you know my money will work for me I will probably you know give back to my friends to my family and also finally you know take some good vacation very long vacation (laughs) because I would be able to afford it and also I would not have like a time frame because I would have to go to back to work or stuff like that because um I would be having my own thing so I think that's basically how I would probably do it I like Sasha said I, I didn't really have a plan on when I get money this is what I'm gonna do and stuff like that but I I know that I'm creative. I love doing stuff um, by myself. I love creating stuff. I love helping. So I think that's probably what I would do. What about you? Um. So the way I think if I were to ever become rich would be, um, I think... Uh, with the lottery maybe I don't really play (laughs) I don't really play the lottery I don't really think about it but I know definitely it's not gonna be some rich um, 
family member that's gonna die and leave me leave me an inheritance i don't think my family is rich so i don't think that's where the money is gonna come from um so i think it's probably gonna come from the lottery and if i were to win the lottery um overnight um that's very scary um because i I mean, I I like to be, I want to be financially comfortable and everything, but becoming rich from yesterday to today, that I think that's a little scary. So um, the first thing I guess I would do is thank God, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I, I don't know, it's like if it were to happen, I guess he's the one who would have um, said I mean, something about that. Um, but I think the very first thing I would do, just like you guys, is pay off uh, debts and stuff like that. I'm not someone who likes to be in debt. Um, in my case, well, um, mainly uh, student loans. So I would take care of those um, um, to just not have that um, on my record anymore. And then the next thing would be... Um, like you guys, I would think about ways to invest the money so it doesn't just sit there. Because it's one thing when you don't have the money and you want to do certain things. It's another thing when it comes to figure out what you're going to do with the money. So finding things to put that money so you can return it in one way or another uh, is probably another thing I would think of doing. I would give, um, I would share the money, give to family and friends and stuff like that. And also, I would want to travel, see the world. I do like to travel, but, you know, it's expensive traveling. Besides COVID, that messed everything up last year. You know, traveling is something that I I feel like I don't want to be restricted doing. So if I had the money... Uh, to be able to do that, I definitely would want to travel uh, somewhere first place, maybe like, I don't know, somewhere um, warm and idyllic with, I don't know, on a beach with a mojito or something. Um, and then I don't know really what the next steps would be, because like I said, you know, you, you don't have the money. It's one thing, but having it and figure out what you're going to do with that, it's another thing. And um it, I, I think also defining becoming rich also, which is going to be my ne- next question to you guys, like what's the amount of money you think would define yourself becoming, you know, rich? Like when you say, when you think of a million dollars, you know, it could be like, oh, I'm rich or whatever. But what's the amount of money you think would be considered that okay I have enough money to consider myself being rich and I I can stop doing this or I can start doing that with that money Mm, I think anything above a hundred millions would make me feel secured in saying that I'm rich I like we live in America so money comes money goes like it takes a lot of money for me to be impressed because I'm pretty sure like by the if we if we sit and calculate how much money we spent ourselves like living here it it's above money we ever had um so that's how quickly you know I feel like money you know is spent here 
um a million obviously you know the government has to take their taxes it's it doesn't even equal to a million anymore like you're automatically like down to six hundred thousand dollars and when you think about school loans and everything that take about like a hundred thousand dollars out of that and to afford a dream home especially like for me who lives in new york city a beautiful like a home that i would want that i you know, if I'm rich, I would feel like I want to buy is definitely above a half a million dollars. So if I have 1 million, I'm really not rich. Maybe I can definitely become debt free because then I don't have to pay for rent anymore. If I buy a house, you know, and I paid off and everything. So then if I have a regular job, I can save up that money. But then it's like, I don't know if my lifestyle would drastically change and make me feel like I'm rich. So I would say anything above a hundred million would make me feel safe enough to quit my job and go on like, you know, my own way. But I think for me, like being rich is not just stuck to one amount of money is to be able to see that money multiply itself. Because the second that the money is not, you know, growing, it's decreasing. If you don't have anything more to add every month, every two weeks, then you're spending it and it's going lower. So yeah, I think being rich for me, it's not really an amount. It's more so a mindset. So like D said, let's say I were to invest, like, you know, buy a couple properties, pay them off and then rent them um, um, away. And being able to like multiply that money that, you know, I originally invested, um, also being able to like use those uh, saving funds where, you know, your interests literally are so high that you can leave off your interest while your money is sitting there instead of traditional like savings. Um, I think these things would make me feel richer because it's like, yeah, I have, you know, $50 million, but it's just sitting there. I'm not even using it, but the interest that I'm getting from that 50 million, which can be like up to 500,000 a year, this is what I'm living off. So I think that would be the kind of lifestyle that would determine that I'm rich versus like, oh, I have five or 10 or $50 million, but then what, you know, that can go in about two to three weeks if you don't manage it well. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say it's an amount for me. I would say it's more so like, you know, the growth of it over time. And um, yeah, and I would start to really feel like, okay, I have enough money to go around with anything above seven digits. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think for me, being rich is definitely a mindset because um, you can have a hundred million dollars in your account, but you're not rich. To be rich, I think you have to have assets. It's like, I know I have a hundred thousand millions of assets that gives me money overnight. Like, you know, I could be sleeping and I'm making money and I don't have a dime in my account. I'm rich because, you know, these things going to give me money forever and I can keep passing them on to, you know, generation and generation and generation. Um, because like Asha said, um, you can gazillion dollars count and you know because it's so scary to have that much money 
you could not be able to, you know, control how you spin it. And, you know, in a few weeks, you don't have a dime, you know? So I feel like being rich, it's more of a mindset. You know, you have the money, you invest it, you have a lot of assets that gives you money all the time, like every day. So you know that you will always have money coming in no matter what happened because you have to, why I say it is a mindset because you have to be very careful on what you invest in and stuff like that because look with COVID, you know, in a year or two, like there's a lot of people that were rich and just became, you know, poor and there's people you know, kind of wealthy and that they became super rich, you know? So it's more of how you think when you have the money, like how you use it, how you make it work for you. Because if you think because you have a million dollars in your account, you're rich, you're, you're really not. Like Gasha said, there's so many things that could just, like, for example, a home could get your million. You can be really liking a home and it's just a million dollars and you buy it and you're poor. You know what I mean? Because you have to like keep paying stuff and it's it's not just having the money. Being rich is not just having the money. It's knowing how to make it work for you and give you money every day. I think for me, that's the definition of being rich. Um. Yeah, it's interesting that you guys talked about mindset. I think for me, um, in order, like, for me to feel right away overnight that I just became rich would be, uh, if I'm going to put an amount, it'll be around the same amount um, Rasha talked about, like, maybe 100, 150 million for me to feel like, or two million, 200 million. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of money. Um, <laughs> um, for me to feel like, ooh, okay, I hate it big but in order for me to feel like I will remain rich then there comes the the question of figuring out figuring out what I'm gonna do with that money because um you can have you know an amount of money overnight and then you do something stupid with it or someone finds out you have that money they take it from you or you do something and you lose it and then it's just boom because at the end of the day um, we do need money to, you know, be able to afford certain things in life. But at the end of the day, it's just money. The way it appears, it can also disappear. So the way you manage that money is just very important in the end. And it's not, um, it's interesting we were talking about this subject, but for me, it's not really about being rich. It's really about feeling comfortable in my finances. I'm not going to complain if I get a, you know, a hundred million dollars overnight, but I never really, you know, imagined looking at my bank account with a bunch of zeros and feeling like, okay, I'm comfortable because I have that in the bank. I just, I, I just always felt that if I'm able to do certain things without restrictions and not having a whole surplus, um, you know, in my account or, or just feeling like I have this number that I'm contemplating, that's never really, never really been, um, I guess that's never really crossed my mind to feel that I'm rich. Um, but the, the things you do with that money, like you guys, um, put it, it's really like, 
it's that's really what's gonna determine your wealth at the end of the day because there are so many stories of people I've read um, that hit it overnight hit the jackpot and then they became rich but then you know they started buying houses they started buying cars they started buying boats all kinds of things that they couldn't when they didn't have money but then I think you kind of lose focus on okay, you didn't have that money before, but you still were able to live. You still were able to do whatever you needed to do. Why is it that now you can afford so many things? You just go overboard. What are you going to do with four, five, six cars? You only have two feet. Like, how are you going to drive all these cars? Like, what are you going to do with a boat? You don't even know maybe how to even drive a boat. Uh, 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 You know, what are you going to do with that? I think it's what you decide to do the money to do with the money that brings um, substance to your life. You know, if you give uh, to family and friends and all of that, you know, maybe that's going to make you feel good. And and I I guess, quote unquote, rich in the sense that you are able to help when you couldn't before because you were a little more restricted. and you can get that back and make it multiply, like you guys said, investing in different things that can bring that money over and over and over. Um, but I think um, when you get a big amount of money right away, even if it's not in the millions, like any kind of money that comes to your head that you didn't expect that you were going to have, that's going to bring first the excitement because that's not something you were expecting. But you got to be smart to think, okay, what am I going to do with that money after I get it? Because you you have to think, what did I do before it, before I got it? I think that's going to help you um, determine the side, how that's going to keep you, uh, um, I guess, quote unquote, wealthy since we're talking about being rich. Um So for me, it's along the same lines of you guys that, you know, remaining rich or being rich is not really about the amount of money that I have. Like, okay, a certain amount will make me feel um, secure at some point, but like you can't really rely on that because the same way it appeared out of nowhere, it can also go away. You know, they just don't rely yourself on I have this and I'm good. I'm just good and set for life. You gotta uh, figure out what that money can do for you, and you know, and also think that not in a paranoia way, but kind of think that okay, if that money were to also disappear, what would my life be? What kind of person would I be if I didn't have that money anymore? What kind of person should I be now that I have this money? You have to think about these things. That's those are all the things that are gonna keep you and help you to make good judgment uh with the money um which brings me to my next question to you guys so when you get money you know they say um money is the root of all evil which i don't believe by the way i just think that it it's really the person managing that money that decides what they do with it or not that determines if they do good or bad with it but they say money is the root of all evil. So if you were to become, you know, rich overnight or whatever, I'm sure that's going to, you know, bring some people around and stuff like that. Um, how would you guys, I guess, go about, like, what would you, how would you guys react with, uh, you know, um, dealing with 
the amount of money and people wanting to be around and be part of your lives and stuff like that just because now you have this big chunk of money uh, that that came to you um well I don't think anybody would come around me because nobody would know (laughs) (laughs) I'm not telling anybody not because you know I want to be selfish or anything but um for my own sanity um I probably would have strategies on you know how I want to help without them automatically thinking that oh I'm like filthy rich um so and also like I I don't know you kind of interchange wealthy and rich and there is a difference between both of them like rich when you're rich you're rich until the money's done whereas when you're wealthy like we said you're always gonna have money because you're always gonna like keep producing money so I guess the goal is if I become rich overnight is to make sure that I become wealthy then and if I become wealthy it's because you know there are investment there are ways that you know I am getting more money and I guess I could use those um you know um ways to let people know that okay well I have different stream of income so that's why I'm able to help you that's why I'm able to do this and that's why I'm able to do that but that's about it like I'm not someone who really talk about my finances with people like that like I pretty much have a handful of people who know oh to a certain extent you know my finances it's not a comfortable situation like it's just not something you talk about like that so I don't know if that question applies to me because I think my circle would probably stay the same. Like I'm very defensive when it comes to, you know, letting people in now (laughs) that I'm not rich. So only imagine if I'm rich, like people will be at arm's length. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't care about your intentions. It's not my business, not interested, keep it pushing. So I, I don't think that question applies to me, especially not people I know or I knew or that I have, some sort of history with or that I kind of like laid eyes upon like definitely not I think it would be easier for me to like you know be around new people strangers help you know those that I don't know than to um, be manipulated by people that I know I'm not that naive so I don't think I would have any kind of problems because I don't even think people would realize that I have money. Like, my lifestyle is pretty good right now. So I wouldn't change too much of it. Um, It would kind of stay the same for the most part. So, yeah, people who know me or who are around me, I don't think they would really see a big difference. So for me, um, when Cassie asked that question... um, saying that money is the root of all evil I was thinking of one of the episodes before um thinking about what would we say about our 20 year old self and I was thinking um if I got rich overnight when I was in my 20s it would probably be the root of all evil for sure because at that time you know um I wasn't really tanking right you know I was experimenting and stuff like that so I was a little naive too. So people would probably use me and, you know, all kind of stuff could have happened. But now that like we're more mature and stuff like that, we know more about life and stuff. And 
if we get rich overnight, we'll probably make sure to, you know, be wealthy and, you know, keep living the same lifestyle, but, you know, a little better and, you know, stay the way we are. Like, we don't really have a lot of people around us and especially for me. I kind of develop a phobia about new people in my So it would be very, if I'm not going to say impossible for me to add new people to my new lifestyle because the lifestyle I had before, I didn't really have a lot of people in it. So I would really like it to be the same um, for my sanity and stuff. So I think... um, this question is kind of not really applicable to me right now because of the way I feel about new people in my life. Um, I think I would literally be the same person, um, the same lifestyle, lifestyle, but with more assets and more money. And I will be probably, you know, my family or my close friend will probably, you know, know. Because, you know, I would try the way I can and stuff like that. So they probably will see that um, or I probably will tell them. But I will not, you know, be going around telling people or having new friends and stuff like that. Because that's not something I would do if I didn't have money. So I don't think when I have money, I would do that because it will be more difficult to manage because you have money now and you have to figure out what to do with it and stuff like that and imagine having new people that you don't really you know know their energy and stuff like that I think it will not be good for your sanity that's what I think I think I will be pretty much fine because I will not let anybody in (laughs) (laughs) yeah similar to me um like I said back then in the first episode, you guys are these friendlier than me, Russia's social, whatever, but um, I'm not a friendly person at all. So nobody <laughs> would, um, I don't know, it, money wouldn't change that. Um, just like for you guys, money wouldn't change um, the way that I am. So just because I came into some money overnight, I'm not going to become a different person and then just be open to everybody for, for people to just... You know, not it. I would see it because um, it, it's like I'm not dumb. You're only coming mm-hmm. around because I have money. Like, where were you? Not that I needed you to, but where were you before when it wasn't the case? And also, it's not that it's not like my life, my uh, my the the way I live. It's not like it would be so drastically different for people to even have an idea that you know all of a sudden I'm rich I guess um I guess I mainly asked this question because I was thinking of um if it were like a, a lottery situation because sometimes you can go anonymous and get the money but it's not every state that allows that so if people were to you know find out that I I don't know won the lottery or something like that and then all the people come out of the woodwork and like, oh, yeah, I knew you back back in such and such year. I knew we were in such and such class and I met you in the street. I, I just saw your face, but I'm pretty sure I saw you somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not like money wouldn't change the person that I am. It, it would just, it would just, it wouldn't change 
the way that I live, I would just be more comfortable, uh, like Dee said, in the way that, you know, the way that I spend, the things that I buy. But it's not like I would go and buy, I don't know, a Ferrari or something. I would definitely Mm -hmm. invest in a home because that makes more sense for me to buy a home then go and buy a luxury car, especially living here. Like, where would I park it? I would, I would get out of it with the, from the dealership, and I would park it outside. The next day, it would just become like completely broken because parking here in New York, the drivers here, it's crazy. So I wouldn't do, you know, something crazy like that and draw attention to myself, you know. Um, so the way that I am um, right now, if I were to become, you know. Uh, rich or whatever it wouldn't change because I would just be doing the same things just uh, with less restriction um, than when I had less so <laughs> I asked the question but it, it also does not apply to me <laughs> well I, I think that um, money doesn't change people it just sheds light on you know who you really who are you yeah, yeah. So it's not, you know, the material, the the item itself. It's like if you're someone in your poverty, you nurture greed, you envy other people, you always compare yourself to what other people have, um, then, you know, when you become rich, you're just going to put that into action. Um, you're you're gonna try to get the biggest house because your friend had such house to have the biggest wedding, you know, get three, four, five cars and to try to like, you know, match everything that's gonna happen is gonna happen, uh, you know, outwardly. So you're just gonna do all these things for the outside, not knowing that, you know, it's not really bringing you any fulfillment inside because everything that you ever wanted had to do with the outside world. Whereas, you know, if you're someone, you know, in your regular life, even in poverty, you always feel content. You always find ways to help. I know these things sound so cliche, but they're also so true. Like, mm-hmm. like I, when I was in college, there were times where I didn't have much at all. And the mindset that I had around money is so different than the mindset that I have around money now. Like, People talk to me like there was a time where I was dating a lot of people and, you know, the first thing they would try to do to impress is, you know, talk about the amount of money that they have. And it takes a lot. It takes a big number for me to be impressed. Like, don't talk to me about the fact that you have money if you're not talking about over, you know, a million dollars because then I'm not impressed because that's not money. That's nothing like money comes, money goes. And um, it's so different than, you know, when you don't have and you're wishing on when you have instead of just being content, you know, with with the way you live. So if you're usually someone who's content and you make the best out of the little that you have, having the most will not change that you will still make the best out of the most that you have. And yes, you will do outwardly things. You will help you. You will please yourself too, but you will kind of like know that it's not on the money that you're relying to have those contentment and those peaceful moments. Because then if you're trying to get fulfillment from things themselves, you will, you'll, you'll buy the entire universe and you'll still want more. Nothing will be enough for you to feel fulfilled if you're looking for these things and you know bought things so just I don't know like I don't know if people actually still continue to believe that but I hope you know the world is a little bit more you know 
woke like they say to really not think that you know oh you know if you're rich you're an evil person if you have money you're gonna become an evil person no some poor people are very evil okay and um it's like when you have money it's it's really gonna show who you are based on what you do and how you react with that you know if you're someone who don't respect people without a dime in your pocket you certainly will be treating people like trash when you have money people already see who you become but if you're able to like you know be comfortable in your life and still able to treat other others with respect and everything money cannot take the way you respect people away yeah yeah um i was gonna say um when you were talking i was gonna say that um usually it's not money the problem it's you i was gonna say um for money to become evil is for you to already be evil i think the most important thing for people to understand is to work on yourself first so find that balance in your life find that we um where you feel content with whatever you have. And then when you have a lot, you will not change. It depends on your personality, on how you work on yourself, on how you want to better yourself. That's why um, before I said it's a mindset, because it's going to be the mindset that you have that you're going to use on your money. So if you like still childish um, and you didn't really sit and balance your life or you're still comparing yourself to people, or you still want to have whatever people have, then you're going to be, you know, that type, that type of person with money. I think the, the thing is, it's you. It's not the money. It's not the person around you. It's not being rich. It's not being wealthy. It's just you. So it's you with money. It's you without money. It's you with people. It's you without people. So it's just you. So it's your mindset. Yeah, um, I I agree with you guys. Um, and talking about you know mindset and money coming and going, um, basically we're saying that you know it's good to have the money, but it's not the most important thing, um, you know, in life because of it's basically the person that you are that determines what you're gonna do with that money. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some ways you guys? think that rich people um can lose their money or continue being rich um also like is like what are some examples you guys can think of that people who are rich can lose that money um i think in 2021 for me anyways i've been seeing around the internet a lot the the first thing i feel like people are doing is that they're doing way too much. Um, And sometimes they don't even have that much. Like they have little and they're doing way too much with that. And um, a lot of times I see the word generational wealth and it's crazy how people just, yo, I don't understand. People take terms and they turn it into a whole other thing. Like, Back in the days, like, you know, rich people, yes, they had generational wealth. 
But the way that this generation is using the term, I feel like it's so like shared wrongfully. Like people will tell you, oh, I'm about to hustle. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. So my kid never have to do this, never have to do that. So my great grandchildren can have money. That's not really how the rich or the wealthy person thinks. Like generational wealth is like, in my opinion, it's like making sure that, you know, your line of generation will never have to suffer, like, you know, the lack of basic needs. So, you know, they'll always be able to have a home over their head. Must they, you know, come into like a corner where they need to have a home? They'll always be able to have food on the table. They'll always be able to have clothes on their back. That's generational wealth. Like, if you are working and you don't have enough for yourself, yes, it's very fearful to think that, you know, if you have a child, what's going to happen to that child, you know, when they're in college and they're broke and you can't send them $100 to buy a coat. So they won't have the basic needs for survival. But generational wealth does not mean, in my opinion, that you work hard so that your children don't do anything. Because what's going to happen? You are raising your children to destroy the world. Like, there's no such thing about sitting in a corner doing nothing and being rich. There's no such thing about sitting in a corner doing nothing and being wealthy. Like, back in the days, like, you know, white and Black people who were very wealthy, they had their children working at a very young age in their companies. Mm -hmm. They had their children taking classes, financial classes at a very young age to know how to manage the generational money that's going to come to them. These kids were CEOs. They were like, you know, CFOs, you know, they could sit in a meeting and talk about, okay, give me the rundown of the books for such and such month, time, year at 21 and 22. And that's how they kept the generational wealth going. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're rich, if you have money, first of all, I'm not saying you can't please yourself because you have one life to live. You have to do certain things that you want to do. You know, if you wanted to buy yourself a car, okay, why not? But you have to apply the 10% rule. Like if you have $100,000, make sure that you buy a car that's $10,000 don't buy a car for $70,000 and you're left with $30,000. That is stupid. I'm sorry. That is just flat out stupid. So it's like when you have money, don't raise your kids. And a lot of it can be trauma too. People are using the generational um, wealth term in a way to deal with their trauma. A lot of people nowadays who I wouldn't say are wealthy, but have more money than they were brought into they are determined to make sure that they live through their children and that's not okay because just because i understand that you know maybe your mom was poor or your dad wasn't around or you wanted something for christmas and you couldn't have it i understand but that's your trauma to heal you know go to therapy or buy yourself something value yourself and make yourself realize that it's okay that you couldn't have these things but now you can and still treat your kid like a child still let them have a childhood why is it that you're celebrating a one-year-old and you're like renting a whole part of a castle to have a party for other adults like you to take selfies i can barely remember my first 10 birthdays 
And yes, my mom and my dad did throw me birthday parties. Do I remember? No, I don't remember. So I don't understand like when people like use children to, you know, fulfill themselves of childhood that they didn't have. It's not the right way to do it because you're robbing these children out of their own childhood. You're, you know, you're keeping them from being, you know, regular children playing in dirt, having like a, a regular party at Chuck E. Cheese with their friends and making it all about themselves. So I think that's the number one way people are actually becoming more poor these days because it's all about a competition of, you know, what you're able to do for your children, for your family as, you know, generational wealth comes into play, which is not even generational wealth because you're indebting yourself by spending it on all those unnecessary things. And it's also like, it's, you're already breaking you're already oh you're you're taking away that generational wealth by not building your child's mindset I feel like for myself my parents gave me generational wealth not by items or materials that they gave me but the mindset that they took the time to install in me like my parents taught me that I could come out of nothing and become everything they came out of nothing and they gave me everything and they taught me that I don't have nor do I need to rely on their stuff to build my own stuff so I know that I can build my own wealth you know and if I have babies I want to teach them yes you're never gonna be hungry as long as I'm alive you're never gonna be hungry go out in the world Try to make your own life happen. You fail 10 times, you'll always have a home to go back to 10 times. But you have to be able to create your own wealth. Like letting your kid know that they'll have the power to do even better than you did is what wealth is about. Like what kind of kids, what kind of little army of brats are we raising, you know, giving them, telling them, oh, mama hustled, daddy hustled, so you can have like 10,000 extra large, I don't know, bears in your background for your first birthday. Like, how are they going to know the value of, you know, what it's like to be successful? How are they going to know the value of, you know, what it's like to create their own kind of wealth? And I feel like we're already like breaking because what's going to happen when you die, what's going to happen when we die? What's going to happen to that generational wealth? We knew how to hustle to get it. But what are we teaching our kids? Like, you know, they're not going to do anything with it. They're going to blow it in college, spend it, you know, God knows what. And then it's like, it's done. All your hard work stops when they take over because you didn't teach them how to, you know, create their own so they could take yours and multiply it for themselves. I think that's the biggest way that people are actually losing the little bit of wealth that they want to call generational wealth and make a big deal out of it is that they're not building it on a strong foundation and a strong mindset. So it's all wind. When a storm comes, it's all like it all goes away because, you know, people don't have the mindset to keep it going, to keep the wheel turning. That's my idea or my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> I think for myself, um, the way you lose your money really quick is society. Like, if you look at what they do and you want to, you know, replicate that, you, you're already poor. Because 
nowadays what society teaches us is um you have to be materialistic you have to show your wealth on the internet you have to go do this you have to go do that that's the first way to be poor like you could have a hundred million dollars today and because you're trying to leave like society is right now and you're just poor because money is just a number and numbers are infinite so if you're chasing money you're you're already poor um because um those cars those bags or whatever that you're buying they're not gonna fulfill that hole that you can be rich overnight you can be wealthy it's like I said before, it's the person that you are. It's the work that you put on yourself. It's your mindset. And I think that's the way you lose money by being materialistic or by trying to be like other people or just trying to be jealous of other people. And like Rasha said, also in trying to create everything and just give it to your kid without preparing them. That's one big crazy when you have a kid that you literally made a brat and then you die and you leave like a hundred million dollars, what do you think they're going to do with it? They're just going to blow it because you didn't prepare them to, you know, um, to, to know how to, you know, make that money work for them or how to make your companies work. So I think the way to keep it is, um, first of all, not leave of what people think, what people want to do nowadays, but just leave of your own mindset and how you want to be comfortable in your own life. And then second of all, make sure that what you're working hard to create, your family or your kids are prepared to handle it when you're not there. That's how you create wealth over generation and generation, not giving um your kids the world and then not telling them how the world actually works so i feel like um for people to actually you know keep their money in their sanity is to just leave of their own truth their own happiness their own mindset and also transfer that true that mindset to you know, the little ones. So when you're not there, they know how to, you know, make it work. Because like Rasha said, this is the biggest problem that we have in our Black communities. We're trying to like, you know, pass on our traumas. We think we're passing, you know, generational wealth and stuff like that, but we're just passing out our traumas. Like, I wanted to have this, so since I couldn't have it, I'm going to make sure she has it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine that your kids has it. And that's great because you didn't want your kids to leave, you know, that life that you leave yourself. But also you have to make sure that when you give them that, they know the value of it. I think our biggest problem right now is nobody knows the value of things. They think like everything is viable, you know. You cannot buy somebody's you cannot bind somebody's true, somebody's happiness. Like you can have mm-hmm. every single thing in the world and it's not enough for you because you didn't sit and, you know, make yourself the way it should. 
So I think the most important thing for people to keep their money is to teach the young values of things, like like a mindset, like happiness, like living in your truth, not um, seeing somebody doing this and you want to do that. No, because it's that, it's what we're passing on when we're like, oh, I didn't have this, so I want you to have that. No, that's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to is you know how the world works this is what you're supposed to value and when you have this this is how you're going to be able to make it something because of your mindset because of how you see the world but you know you know this generation or the way um no offense the way they leaving and stuff like that you're not gonna have money because first of all buying those cars and those bags will all probably take a couple of your millions and the little that you have left, you're going to probably eat it or buy a house. And then next thing you know, you don't have anything because you were trying to give everybody everything. That's great to give. But also that's great to give something to someone that they could pass on to, you know, hundreds of generations. So I think we should sit more on values and self-work and mindset. And then we can talk money because if we just give money to people who are not ready, we're just going to keep having broke people, broke generation with a lot of traumas. That's what I think. Yeah, um, to me, the fastest way to lose uh, money is really the way you spend that money that you have. If you're smart about the way you spend your money, then you should be able to keep that money going for well I wouldn't say for as long as you want because you don't you can't really determine life but for uh, as long as you're able to manage Um, because if you think I think when people come into a large sum of money the first thing that comes to mind is you know the excitement of all the things they can do with the money things that they didn't have like I said before um you are going to want to buy a nicer car, a home, and all of that. But what's the point of buying more than one car just for it to sit there so, I don't know, the neighbors can see maybe that you can have two, three cars when you're not even able to, you know, use them all at once. They're just going to sit there and depreciate because they're not being used. If you're wasting your money and things that are just not necessary, it's gonna you're gonna lose the money faster the same way when you didn't have the money and you were able to budget to um, live below your means just because you have more money now doesn't mean that you know you should just go yes go and do things that you weren't able to, it, you weren't able to before but also keep in mind that the this money that you have it's it could be gone in a split second too i think people the the way to me for you people to not lose their money is to really work on the way they think about what that money can do because they're relying on it's the money that's gonna make my life easier it's gonna it's the money that's gonna make my life better it's this money that's gonna make me be able to do you know all the things I couldn't do before which is true but I think if you also remain in the mindset of I am able to do this with the money I have now but what did I do before when I couldn't I think that that that's going to be helpful in keeping you grounded and reminding you that it's not all about the money 
because there are things you're going to want to do that the money is not going to be able to buy. You know, you could have all the nicer, uh, nicest houses, nice, nicest cars, you know, you, you can, um, you are able to go in different places that you weren't able to go to because of money issues. And that still doesn't bring you happiness. That still doesn't bring, you know, a, a fulfillment to you because you're so focused on being able to get these things that you couldn't before. You kind of lose focus on who you are and who you could be um, even with this money. Um, like when it comes to giving, even with giving, it's good to give. Um, like you guys um, mentioned, it's also it can also be a curse if you're if you're not being smart again with the money because um, you know um, you want to to help and everything, but if you go into this um, mindset of I have to do this and this and this and that, and also if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, as in for people to talk about you or for people to, you know, elevate you, put you on a pedestal, that's not going to help you because you're doing it for other people. You're not doing it for your own, you know, satisfaction or I, I guess your own will to want your own will to help people for good reasons. That's not what you're thinking about. So without this um, grounded mindset of, um, money is not the solution to everything if you don't have that mindset then you are gonna lose that money because you put you you just rely on the money to do everything and you forget that when it wasn't there you were you know fine even if you were maybe um in poverty there are people who are poor who are so much happier than people who have everything people who can buy the latest jets, people who can buy the nicest houses. There are people who can't even have, you know, a roof over their head, but they're so much happier than people who are able to do that. So it's not really the money that's going to give you maybe a better life, but not a fulfilled life. So I think in order to not lose and keep the money, you, you have to not rely on that money to live your life you have to not rely on the mindset that it's because I have this money now that everything is good because you have the money today you could die tomorrow what are you going to do with you know the watches and the houses and all these things that you bought they're just going to sit there or people are just going to take over them and you're not going to go to the grave with any of that money so you have mm -hmm. to make the money work for substantial things not superficial things not things of you know yes be able to be more comfortable but what i'm saying is not live relying on the fact that it is because i have this money that everything is great i i think you also have to look at if i didn't have this money then i would also be okay one way or another i would be fine i'm just you know better now more comfortable now um, because i have it but if i didn't you know, I, I would still be able to live, you know, so don't, it's like, don't let the money run you, run the money, don't let the money take the lead and be like, it's because I have you now that I'm okay, tell the money that I have you, uh, that's great, but if you're not around, I'll still be great, you know, kind of like that, that's how I would, if I were to be, uh, I don't know, join the Forbes list of rich people, that's what I would tell myself, like, I, yeah. And, and also, I think if you 
are living with the mindset that it's the money doing things for you, you're gonna live in fear too because you're gonna become paranoid that when it's not around um you know you'll go back to things that you didn't want before you things that you didn't have before and I feel like that's another kind of prison to live in because your mind is just stuck on this money being this kind of savior to you that you're you're forgetting when it wasn't around what your life was like you know yeah just be content with what you have whether it's a lot or a little right although I don't think that someone who doesn't have a roof over their head is happy <laughs> I well think it's about so. fulfillment if, if the person well, is happy I mean, with themselves and what really I mean I don't I I mean I understand money doesn't bring happiness but I also don't think someone who's thinking about the winter coming and they're sleeping outside in the streets even though they want to be positive don't be a little sad you know yeah that's true what I was yeah saying that's part that- of life too yeah, well, you can be rich saying... too and be sad. Yeah, you can, exactly. <laughs> you can be having everything on roof. The winter, you're so cozy in your house, and you you're very sad. Yes, um, but I think definitely someone who's going through that will not be happy in that moment. They will be wishing they had a roof over their head. I of mean, course. just saying, you know, the. <laughs> I'm just. I was just thinking about that as you said. I was like, oh, if I was homeless, I don't know if I was. <laughs> well, maybe not. Well, because you've never time. been homeless. Because, no, the thing is, if you're not in a situation, you will probably, because you've always been in a house. You've never been in outside, not having a home, thinking about the winter. So you would literally think it's hard. The same way for someone who's rich, the, this person seeing you leaving happy and content will literally think, if I was her, I would never be happy because I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have blah, blah, blah. So That's it's true. it's more of the situation that you're in. If you've always been om- homeless, well, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we are at the conclusion of our episode for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and our thoughts on money and everything. Um, What about you guys? How was the episode for you today? Um, It was good. I mean, definitely got me thinking about different type of lifestyles and having my brain, you know, um, storm like brainstorming about like ways that I can become wealthy um but it was it was good it it just I don't know I think it it reminded me of my values and also the person that I am and it's good to know that I'm comfortable right now and I'm okay and that being rich I don't know it's not something that's you know it's not really it's that doesn't I don't know it would be good but then if it never happens it's also okay yeah it was really um thought-provoking for me too because I realized whether I have money or not I'm still gonna be the same person (laughs) so it's 
I realized that it's really not about the money. I could have it fine, it's great, but I could not have it too, and it's also fine and great. So that was that was really good for me today. Made me think about a lot of things, myself, my values, my mindset. <laughs> okay. Um same for me. I did have a good time. And to our TGIP listeners, just so you know, if we ever become rich, you will never know. Because we are. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, until the next episode, take care. Thank- and thank God, it's podcast.